This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, it's God also just a beautiful thing, Ryan. The Detroit Dan Campbell drinking coffee yes, and biting people's kneecaps, baby. Is no Jared nighttime. Goff pushing the ball down the field. Mm-hmm. Jamal Williams, former Packer legend. Yeah, Adrian Ritz. Hutchinson Beyond staying home. You know why I like the Lions? Being fast. They take on. They take on the. Uh, they take on the the identity of their head coach. Just grit. You know, like Detroit, just filled yeah. with a bunch of people. Just grit. Just, blue just collar, hard working dudes, and that's what the Lions are. And that's why everybody is rushing to bet their win total. Over this year, baby, right? But not this guy, not me. I've made that mistake he before. He doesn't even care. What am I in the middle? No, I'm. I've got Ryan just going off on here to the right of me. That's Trista's, my Dan Campbell. Tris is biting her actual knees <laughs> to yeah, the cat. left of We're me. We're fired up, baby. It's and a I'm, Monday. I watch it on Twitch. Like, can somebody help? Like, does anybody see this? <laughs> Ryan's screaming at the top of his yeah. lungs. Tristan's biting her actual flesh. And I'm just in the middle like, all right, guys, let's, let's talk the life. Biting kneecaps. That's biting my, that's knee my Vince caps. McMahon, not my Dan Campbell. Guys, can we... Can we no, t- I, can, I know what your Vince McMahon is. hey <laughs> Let's reel it in. The Detroit Lions win total is six and a half. And this is a Lions team that has averaged just 4.8 victories per season across their previous four campaigns uh, i think one thing that we can't all agree on regardless if we're going over or under the numbers at the talent floor for this team uh and this roster is higher than it was a year ago they mm-hmm. were competitive by the end of the season the lions where they improved uh they have improved vastly i believe since then and so i don't think it's you know a crazy expectation to you know think detroit might you know possibly win double the games they won last year uh they lost three games via walk-off field goals last season that's the first time that has ever happened in the history of the NFL. They lost six games by just one score. So we look at this team. We know Jared Goff's the quarterback. We know the defense is in flux. More question marks than answers there, specifically in the secondary. But the offense has definitely gotten better. You got DeAndre Swift there. You got Hawkinson, who is a long line of Iowa great tight ends. You've got um, you got a whole bunch of guys. You, you got some talent on both sides of the, of the ball. What are we doing with the six and a half on their win total, T. Creek? Are you going over or under with the fighting Dan Campbell? First and foremost, very exciting stuff if you're a Detroit Lions fan or a Daily Tip fan. Uh, Offensive line is now ranked one of the best of the league. PFF. One of the best last year, too. One of the best last last year. I think also they now get increasing weapons for Jared Goff to uh, throw to. Obviously, TJ Hawkinson is going to probably be the, the main recipient of a better offensive line. DJ Chark. As well, Jamison Williams. As well, Amon Ra, Saint Brown. Probably not going to play this year. Saint Brown is the real deal. Saint Brown is the real deal. Jamison Williams not going to play at all. Williams is on the pup. Like I don't think he's going to come back this season. I don't think he's going to come back this year. Maybe late in the year, but he's out. All of that being said, this defense is awful, Uh, and it really is bad. Just to kind of give you guys some some context around that the lions had last year the second worst rush defense in the league the fourth worst pass defense in the league fourth y- fourth most yards given up in the league 27 and a half points per game that they gave up which was second worst uh they get Aiden Hutchinson who I like number 2 pick in the draft 
However, good kid, good kid, good nice family. kid. Michigan gets yeah. pressure on the quarterback. Quiet kid. Uh, supposed to be the next Chase Young, but for me, the secondary that would be horrible. That would be horrible. That'd be horrible. That'd be next horrible. Chase Young. Chase Young said he was going to set a sack record last year, and I'm ended still up in not on having well, a sack. Well, first year, I'm still in on Chase Young. And I love him, but I'm like, yeah, like two sacks through ten first games. First year, Chase Young. First, first year, year, Chase, Chase Young. Young was nice. Achilles' heel, though, is the secondary. I walked in, and Quentin was listening to something, and I heard three words, and I knew it was about the Lions' secondary. Jeff Okuda, what's happening with him? He's coming back from an Achilles injury. Mm-hmm. He even was a little bit inconsistent before he was injured. If the Lions' front four can get a ton of pressure, then maybe that will take pressure off of the secondary. But it is real, real shaky. Matt Hughes from Kansas City definitely helps. I think Jeff Okuda also could step up yeah. since being drafted number and three. Meth- I like him. Uh, Melifonu as well, I think, is going to to help. Um, but And this kid, Amani, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's probably the best leader that they have on the secondary who broke his thumb. But before that, he was getting some Pro Bowl love. All that to say, I, I cannot take the over just because, sure, I'm looking at wins and there's only I only see... Two. They're favored in three games. Yeah, they're and favored in three. I cannot give more than that. I see two wins, nine losses, and six toss-ups. Dang. Six toss-ups. They could all, those could all be wins. They could win. Their their ceiling is eight wins. <laughs> but I can't. But their 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 floor is probably one win. Fair. I think that's fair. I just with the Lions, and I know a lot of people. And I like this team a lot. I know a lot of people. You that can't bet like them a right team away. to their floors in one win, they're Tristan. Sco- that's just score. not how life works. They're I'm not going to keep allowing y'all to say it. They're going to score like so many they can, points. They're I see put three up. wins. Their floor is one, but I like them. They could win. They could so, win eight. That's going to be a fun team. That I would hope so. They're going to give up a lot of points, though. Are they not? Oh, probably. I yeah. mean, their defensive line can't be as worse as it was last year. I mean, that's why they obviously drafted Hutchinson. They need to yeah. improve the pass rush. They need to be able to stop the run. And that's the thing. Like, I would rather just bet them every week. 100%. Because, I mean, every week they're going to be dogs. We're going to get seven and a half to eight points. And we could look at some of the uh, look-ahead lines. But, like, last year they were dogs in all 17 games. This year they're actually favored in three. But last year they went 11-6 and six against the spread. They covered at a 65% clip. Just that do was that. tied for the most against the spread covers by an underdog in NFL history. And don't tie up your money. Just do that. And that was after they started 0-8. I do like Dan Campbell. I was looking at this. The fourth most aggressive coach in football outsiders index. And I think that that really does matter. That means fourth down. Like, they're going to go for it. What I like about them, last year they could have actually had the number one overall pick of the draft. But they went all in. You know, they they beat the Packers, man, Dog. that final game. Granted, I mean, it was Jordan Love, but still. No, you're right. That no, team, David Bakhtiari, too, as well, right? Yeah. That team is is really, really... Really improved, and they finished last year strong. I, I look at Jared Goff, and I feel like we're not talking about him enough. But, I mean, down the last, the late season stretch he had, he was really impressive. I think the biggest, of course, issue is uh, they're trying to figure out is how good can he be consistently? He had yeah. a, he lost a ton of confidence to start last season. But one thing that I've been reading, especially just keeping up on their training camp and their beat reporters and writers, is that, you know, Jared Goff, is in a contract year too. So like if if you're gonna if you want to take a over, know that you're gonna get the best effort from Jared Goff this season. We've seen it happen too many times. Yeah. Guys could be trash for two, three years, and especially when they get towards that bag and it's bag paying time, they start to turn their lives around. And I think Jared Goff had a nice end to last year. You come back this year and get the hel- a healthy version of that offensive line. Offensive line that didn't play a single snap together in 2021, but they still had individual pieces that were very impressive, like a Pene Sewell. Then this year, you got Ter- you got Taylor De- uh, Decker, Jonah Jackson, Frank Ragnall. You got Pene Sewell. Uh, you got uh, Vitae as well on yeah. that offensive line. They got hella protection. Jamal Williams, Hawkinson is going to be good. DJ Chark. Even Josh Reynolds has had a great camp low-key. I know he's... Mm-hmm. Been like four. Well, you know, I like Josh really Reynolds good. as well. Yeah, but Josh, he he came back last year, 
or joined the team last year, helped them finish the stretch of the season with some impressive stuff. Then he comes back this year, and the reporters and the teammates, they love him. So, like, a lot of what's coming out of Lions camp uh, has been very impressive. The defense has been the biggest issue. My thing is I can't put my money on an over with the team that I assume is going to give up at least 25 to 30 points per game. Yes. Like, I I just can't do that. I, I can't do that. Even though I like what they're going to, I think the strides that they're going to take offensively, I think they're going to lose. A, there's still too many question marks in the defense. And I look at the, even the linebacker position. Yeah. Like, uh, Anzalone is their team captain, but he doesn't feel like a long-term piece to be like a starting quality linebacker inside there. And they got a lot of it's questions in the secondary. So, yeah, I, I can't take over six and a half. I think they can win six games. But I think it's way too close for me to put uh, money on the over or even the under even because I, I think that we see like really good Jared Goff in offense this season if everyone well, stays healthy. That's the thing with Goff, man, is like we know what he is. He averaged 6.3 yards uh, per error, which is like 25% of his passes only went behind t- 10 yards. Mm-hmm. And that's what obviously McVay would do with them is he disguised that. And I think that if Ben Johnson, this is his first year as offensive coordinator, I think that there's a way you can make Jared Goff look good. Everything has to be off play action. Also, he needs to push the ball down the field because I know he doesn't have the arm strength, but you can't be throwing everything under 10 yards. Didn't have the weapons last last year, And this year they actually do. They just have to stay healthy. They have to stay healthy. They have to hit on a higher rate of play action passes. They have to throw the ball deeper. They have to throw the ball deeper in general. And the running backs actually stay healthy, man. Like Jamal Williams is a really good backup back. If Swift stays healthy, he could go for over 1,200 yards. We know what the defensive line is going to be. There's going to be some limitations. But if the secondary improves, and Okuda, like now is the year where he has to step up, though. Because first, he got thrown to the Wolves as a rookie. And also, look at the conference he's in, the division he's in. It's obviously tough when you're going against Minnesota twice every season with Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Green Bay had Devontae Adams for years. Now he's gone, but still you're facing Aaron Rodgers. Chicago, that's two wins for the Lions most likely right there. I always look at the NFC North like everybody's going to split. Because even when Green Bay was dominant with Brett Favre, he would always stink in Minnesota even when the Vikings were no good. The division's very tough. Lately, the Packers have been dominating. I think everybody's going to be really competitive. Even in that game where Detroit beat Green Bay Week 18, they had the lead when Aaron Rodgers left that game. And Bakhtiari suited up for the first time. And Devontae played in that game. They started playing tough at the end of the season. But rather than take their win total, just because I don't fully believe in Jared Goff being able to push the ball down the field, and they're obviously not going to replace him, I'm just going to bet them when they're dogs. Again, 11-6 and against the spread. I don't know that they win seven games, but I know they're going to be in pretty much every single game. Like you said, Q, one in four in games decided by a field goal or less, man. That's crazy. And that's with their defense giving up a 70% red zone touchdown rate. No chance they're that bad again this year. I don't think they're that bad again, but I do think, you know, crazier things have happened. I didn't think the... uh... The Phillies defense could be as bad as it was last year yeah, this year, and it true. actually has gotten worse. So I I will hold my tongue on that. But I'm definitely either taking the under or staying away, but Same. more so just staying away. DJ Shark uh, had a comment, though. He said his experience in Detroit has been leaps and bounds better than it was wow. in Jacksonville, where he was a part of, of course, yep. the Urban Meyer experience. Without further ado, let's get back to the Detroit Lions and some props, that, some more props that you can bet right now at BetMGM. We just finished talking about their win total. Uh, which was, what, six and a half mm-hmm. uh, at BetMGM. And now they got some other specials that you can bet like them to make and miss or miss. Can't make and miss the playoffs at the same time. That'd be quite interesting. How What's the odds on the Lions to make and miss the playoffs at the same time? I don't know. That'd be an interesting number and also an interesting sports book. Not the king of sports books. The only sports book. There you go. Uh, the Detroit Tigers, not Tigers, Detroit Lions, as I scroll down here a little bit, uh, for them to miss the playoffs, minus 500. For them to lose in a wild card round. This is stage of elimination, by the way. Um, plus 450 for them to lose in the, the divisional round, 10 to 1 odds. For them to lose in the championship round, 50 to 1. Super Bowl, 100 to 1. Win the Super Bowl, 125 to 1. 
I'm I'm get, I'm sensing a trend that Bet MGM can't go above 125 to one because if there was a number up there, I know the Lions would have it. It should be like 250 to one odds. Um, for them to start four and zero, 16 to one odds. For them to start zero and four, you get plus 450. Mm. For them to go zero and 17 this season, if you're just completely down on this team that showed some life last year They've at the end, kinda. They have done it before. <laughs> 100 to one odds for them to go zero and 17. For them to go 17 and 0. What is that? A thousand to one odds for them to go undefeated. So I take back that statement I made a few seconds ago. So those are the odds. And also the make or miss, rather, last one for them to make the postseason plus 375 for them to not make the postseason minus 500. What's your favorite bet of all those bets we just gave out for the Lions? If you have to take some money and put it on one. I have one. Last year they started 0-8, remember? I have one. So I know they started 0-8. However, they're going to probably beat the Seahawks in week four. I know, and I hate that that game's so, in Detroit because if it's in Seattle, then I home. probably actually... That's at yeah. home. Okay, so this is what I have on my list of the Lions schedule. Eagles, toss-up. Commanders, toss-up. Vikings, loss. Seahawks, win. So, to me, the interesting... Let me look at the odds again. To me, the most interesting bet is for the Lions to start 4-0. and zero. Why? Because you could... You could very easily say, okay, this is a toss-up against the Eagles at home. Then they play the Commanders again at home. And then they play a very, very divisional opponent that they've beaten before. And you're talking about the Vikings who may be starting slow in a look-ahead spot because it's the Lions. And then all of a sudden, you're like, oh my God, did Kirk Cousins throw up all over himself in Detroit week three? Beat him last year. We'll never Detroit forget that beat one. him last year as Golf. well. So to me, at sixteen to one, I think I might actually play Detroit to start four zero. Oh, you're gonna move that to an? Is this an official or this is kind I, of? It's official? a might. It's a might official. It's a might official. Heavy lean. It's a heavy lean. I think that's my favorite bet of these in our segment. So beat the Eagles week one, I have, one o'clock. I have more faith in the Lions to beat the Vikings on the road in week three than I do for them to lose against the Seahawks. That's what the bet is, really. You have more faith in the Lions beating the Vikings September 25th and then in a look losing ahead, yes. you know, to the Seahawks October 2nd. Correct. What's, what scares me is I just feel, even though it's week one and it's so fluky, week one always is, man. That's why I hate betting week one, really, unless I'm taking dogs. The only matchup problem I have is Philadelphia just running the ball right down their throats because mm. that's just where Detroit struggles. You're, you're right. You know, is, is just the run defense. And Nick Sirianni, especially the second half of the season, I mean, they were the number one rushing offense. And I, I don't think that I think they're going to be even better this year. So that's my only problem. But I agree. Like I would bet on them to go off. I'm sorry, four and zero over zero and four, just because there are so many toss ups. Philadelphia, everybody's hyping them up. I feel like every time we hype up Philadelphia, they end up being no good. And every time we don't know if they're going to be any good, that's when they end up winning the division. Hence, go back to the year where Vince Young called them the dream team, and then they won like six or seven games. Washington. That, that's a toss-up because we don't know and how healthy Washington's going to be. Kirk, uh, Kirk Cousins, she's uh, Carson Wentz, new offense. Didn't have a great final couple weeks of last season. Doesn't look like Chase Young's going to be available. Minnesota, they beat them last year, but that was Mike Zimmer's defense that they beat. And then I think I want to take them to go 0-4 because they're going to beat Seattle. If that game's in Seattle, Seattle is bad as they're going to be this year, we think. Still a really tough place to play. So three I would home go four and zero over zero and four for Detroit, and think that maybe hey, this is the year. Three but. home games, and then a very tough divisional point, op- opponent that they've beaten before that may be looking over them. 
I can't do anything with them. I, I probably will bet them are in you like guys three or four insane? of these games. I'm doing nothing with this. I would probably bet them to cover the spread maybe are in you, some of these. Oh, uh, uh, stop. I've just sat here in silence long enough. It, really? Well, we, we, would, talk about, we talk about the worst team. Like, I just don't understand you guys what I'm saying. We talk about the worst <laughs> teams to start previewing these game by game, just, just, just a bunch of props. And after just telling everybody that listens to this station, listen to this show, that this is my this is possibly the worst defense in football this year. I don't think it's the worst defense in football. They're gonna give up 30 points per game. Who's the defense worse than the Lions? They uh, have look at Texans. The, okay, that's actually. No way, man. Texans front four is terrible, and now okay, they got well, all the rookies. Come on, are there five defenses worse can, than the Lions? Carol- five defenses worse than the Lions. Uh, no, there's not. That's that answers all my questions. Chicago. So the, yeah, Chicago. Five defenses. Are, are they bottom DBs. five? Are they bottom five? No We're about to start splitting that. hairs. Are Giants, they bottom five? Giants. No, no, I don't think they're no. bottom. Yeah, they they're bottom. bottom five. They're a bottom five defense. Yes, they almost gave a thirty yeah, points a game right. last year. So they're going to be. They're probably. Thanks for. I'm talking you guys into being a bottom five. We know the Lions are bottom five defense. Unless Jeffrey Okuda doesn't give up eleven point nine yards per attempt again or per target. But I don't yeah, know. He yeah, they might, suck. They suck. They don't know if their starting linebacker is going to be their linebacker. They don't know if their their DBs or their DBs. Their safeties are tra- Like, their defense sucks. Safeties so, are getting converted to corners. Corners are getting converted to safeties. Yes, I literally, everything I read about them, especially like coming from their beat writers, is that their defense is in shambles, but their offense has a chance to be interesting. With that being said, you're telling me that to start the season, they're going up against the Vikings offense, the Eagles offense, hell, even the commander's offense, and we're like, hey, they can win those games. Just because what? Because their offense is shootout. slightly better than last year. We're talking shootout with the Lions <laughs> or having a shootout with the Vikings. No, yeah. there's no way we're no. We're, I'm going to take shootout. my I'm taking my plus four fifty for them to start zero and four because they're still a garbage team. I like Jared Goff. I like the offense. I think they'll average a few more points per game this year. Three run but, shot. But defensively, but defensively, they can't. They're not taking them to stop the Eagles week one or stop Carson Wentz. Right. Whatever you think, whatever version you think of Carson Wentz, you're going to see this year that offense. I'm not taking them to slow down anybody and then outscore another team. Like, we're talking about teams that are going to give up. They're going to give up at least 25 to 30 points per game. Not to trust Jared Goff in an offense, in an offensive line that played zero snaps with each other last year, to go out there and perform from the start of the season. Can I get them to win four first halves or four second halves? Possibly. You got to go to uh, Ryan's bookie, the guy (laughs) down the street that I met today while he was getting a slice of pizza. But, no, give me plus 450 odds on the Lions to start 0-4. I think they can hang around in a lot of these games. I think they they even might win a game. They might start 0-3. But I think that's more realistic than having them, oh, I like the odds on 16-1 for them to start 4-0. So they're just going to start playing defense Against some pretty tough offenses to start the season right out the gate. Early they also season. Have, they have, really they have no health this currently right now. They got hella guys that are supposed to start that are on the pup list. You know what a good move for you would be then? Then, what? Week, then week four, you could actually just bet. You could uh, yes, take. You I know could, exactly what you're saying. You yeah, could, you could just take them against Seattle. Yep. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Okay. So that, I guess that would be your way to play it. If you really want to go out there and you're like, i got to play this Lions 0-4, 4-0, market. And I got not, the itch, baby. I need saying, to do I'm it. I'm not saying I got the itch to bet I'm them just going to bet regular win totals and futures like a normal human well, being that gambles. That's fine. You know? I'm not saying I'm all the way into them went, <laughs> we're just over going here, oh, and, We're over here pitching people to be degenerates is what we're doing. That's okay. I mean, hey, that's why, we, that's, why they, that's why they pay us to come in here every single day is because we have to go it's through all the odds. It's a day-in, day-out job. You know, got to give them the opportunity to know that these things exist. I actually kind of like that play now, though. Plus four fifty. Give me the lines to start zero four. Like Jared Goff, like Dan Campbell. Love, give me the lines co- love to start coffee. But give me the plus four fifty on the zero and four start for them. Trista likes the four and 0, 16, 16 to one. one. I like the price. I'm, hey, not, I'm not playing. Anything Brian's else. not playing anything. I'm going to bet them a lot this year. Is dogs. They, they, I, I like them to start zero and four. <laughs> one day maybe. We'll kind of like our belief in the Lions that they will one day be good. Detroit Let's Lions. They are the focus of our evening uh, tonight.
And the uh, conversation's been pretty good about a team that not expected to do much. But right now, let's talk about some more things that you can bet at BetMGM. And this is perfect for them to win or lose all home games. That bet is available at BetMGM as well. That number for them to lose all home games. There it is. Um, carry the three, carry the two. It's 18 to one odds for them to lose all their home games, for them to lose all their games away from the crib. Nine to one odds for them to lose all six division games. Nine to one odds there as well for them to be successful. For those who are out there thinking the Detroit Lions are going to turn things around. They're going to start 0-4. They're going to go ahead and beat all the teams on the road. 151 odds for them to win all their road games. If you also think, you know, they might go undefeated this year, win all their home games as well. 100 to 1 odds for them to win all their home games. So of those options, win-lose, home, road, and division games, what odds are most impressive to you, therefore causing you to, if not officially bet it, give out the bet to someone else, you know, and say, you know, I, I, don't, I don't hate this bet for the Lions. Ryan, I'll come to you first. To win all six division games is not going to happen because Minnesota, because Green Bay, even if it's like, you know, a 10-11 win Green Bay team, they're going to take care of business against Detroit. Same thing with Minnesota. I think Minnesota is just too tough offensively. They should average 33 a game uh, minimum. And against that defense, especially when Delvin Cook comes back, uh, I don't think that's happening. And the problem with losing all division games, because that is very possible, is you have the Chicago Bears in that division. Yes, you do. And the more I look at the Bears roster, like I want to make the case for them to win seven games. I don't think so. And I love Justin Fields, but he has no wide receivers, no offensive line. He's throwing to you, Tristan Ryan, and and me out there. I like the kid they took out of Washington, the defensive back that they got in the first round, but they're starting two rookies in the secondary. So I just, I think Detroit's much better, at least on paper. So for me, I guess the bet would be if I had to place one, Man, oh, geez. Very difficult. Maybe them to lose all road games. Again, I wouldn't bet anything with them. I'll probably just try to actually target them as dogs. But maybe them to lose every single road game because then maybe they go into Chicago, lose at Soldier Field. We know they're probably going to lose in Lambeau Field. They never play good there historically, but they could clip the Packers at home in Detroit. They've done it before. Um, So I guess that would be my bet is just to lose all road games because I definitely think they're going to steal a couple at home. Uh, they get Seattle at home. That should be a victory. So that would probably be it for me with the Lions, though. But, you know, n- nothing I'm running out the bat, really. What about you guys? Anything that you, you yeah, see? Yeah, I think that's, like, my line of thinking as well as I go through these things because— But it's you, like, man, look at the schedule. They're winning at least one of those suckers. <laughs> yeah, you look at it, and you're like, okay, so they play the Bears, Giants, and Jets all on the road. Mm. Those are three games that are certainly winnable. I think the— we're all kind of in agreement that Seahawks at home is the cupcakeiest cupcake game that they have on the schedule. Unless Drew Locke ends up being good because they still have DK Metcalf. They still yeah. like well, Chris Carson, unfortunately, Tyler had to Lockett. retire. Yeah, but they still actually have some talent. But Rashad Penny, I can't buy into Drew Locke. Last time we saw him, he was rapping Young Jeezy on the sideline. That was like the highlight of his career. They'll play that clip. My favorite. T- they'll play that him. clip fourteen times this year. Man. Sources confirmed. So plus yeah. nine hundred to lose all road games is a pretty is a pre- pretty tasty number. I guess if I say to myself, well, what are these home games like? Seahawks are probably the the worst team out of them all. Eagles, Commanders, I could see them losing those top those two off tops. Dolphins, that's a loss. Cowboy or um, Packers, that's a loss. Bills for sure. And then you've got the Jaguars again at home as well. Vikings is a loss. Bears again at home. So yeah, I'd probably take the the road games just because I think it's probably harder for them to get wins on the road than it is at home. Just kind of like basic basic logic there. 
nine to one, but I don't really love anything. And the fans will be buying it a little bit more because I think that they obviously like Dan Campbell a lot. You know, that's a competitive team. Again, they lost so many one score games again last year. It's not like they have to go there and root for Matt Patricia, you know. (laughs) So, So I do think that, you know, winning in Detroit will be a little bit easier. Again, I wouldn't bet that. I think they at least win two road games, but I think that'd be the best bet, at least on the board. Uh, in this category. Yeah, I like them to lose all road games, 9-1 to one odds. Uh, this is coming from a team last year that went literally 0-8 on the road. Yeah. Like, they lost every road game last year. And I look at the schedule and see, like, okay, well, what games did you lose last year? Are, are those games coming against some in, uh, some competition that's just blowing you out the water? Or are these teams that are kind of hanging around mediocrity and still losing to them? I saw they went on the road against Atlanta last year and Oof. lost 20-16 to 16 in Week 16. Oof. That's not great. Uh, they went to Seattle and lost... In week seventeen of the season, fifty-one to twenty-nine. Like how? Like how was that? Ex- how how do we just excuse that? So when I when I look at also losses on the road to teams like Pittsburgh, well they tied with Pittsburgh last year, sixteen and sixteen. I know they're a feisty team, but if I if I can get nine and one odds for them to, I don't know, do or did I say road games? Yeah, nine and one odds for them to do what they did last year. Then. I don't hate that. Now, if you want to, if you want to stay in the nine to one range and you don't want them to lose all road games, which includes, of course, half of the schedule that they play this season, I don't see why getting the same nine to one odds for them to lose every division game uh, is is something that maybe turns you off. Because I know that the they're, they're better than the Bears, but that doesn't mean that things can't happen. They lost to the Bears last year. Uh, what yeah. both times last year? I right. want to say they lost yeah. to the Bears twice last year. Um, I think that. It's still possible, and then you look at the rest of the division. There's no shot. Like there's no shot they're losing. To, they're beating the Packers, Vikings, and well, they can rather lose both meetings to the rest of these teams: the the Vikings, the Packers, those other two teams. The Bears. I think you could maybe argue that hey, they lost to them last year twice. They could do the same thing this year. The team's just not that good. That defense is still giving up. I think around 25 to 27 points per game. Last year they gave up the second most points per game. At 27, I think one team above them was like at 29.8 or 28.9. It might have been Houston, actually. And they didn't really add anything other yeah. than, eight, you know, Hutchinson in the draft. It's just and Hutchinson on the defensive line, and he's yeah. a rookie. Like, I, I loved – I think we understand the climate of the NFL specifically when it comes to drafting guys that, you know, you, you get a more can't-miss uh, prospect when you go defensive lineman instead of like a skill position like a safety or like, you know, less involved with the game, right. uh, game in and ga- uh, play in and play out. But still, Aiden Hutchinson's still a very young guy, yeah. and they they have question marks everywhere else. So nine to one odds, um, I actually probably in favor of them to lose all six nine uh, or all six nice division games uh, next year. Nine to one odds on them to lose all road games. It's a little less uh, risk involved. Yeah. So I, hey, I'll, I'll go there, even though they did go zero and eight last year on the road. Yeah, no way that they go zero and eight on the road again this year. But yeah, I, I think that no, but that would be the best yeah. bet. I just for sure, I'm with you guys there. I just I do think that they're going to be much improved this year. But I mean. Who know? We say that every year with the Lions. I mean, they were competitive even when Matthew Stafford was there. You know, they would always invent new ways to lose games. That's why Matthew Stafford was moved, obviously. I, yeah. don't, I just feel like there's certain teams that are just never going to get it right. And they're one of them. And then there's like certain teams that even when they're going to have down seasons, like this year with Pittsburgh, I don't really want to take the under on the Steelers just because even though they don't have the talent, I mean, what's the drop off? Roethlisberger's gone. Yeah, if anything, you probably improve. Probably you know, Trub- Trubisky could have a good year. And good coaches. Find ways to win games. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if Dan Campbell's a good coach. We know that they're buying into him, at least. I will. If s- they win all their road games, I'll bite my kneecap off. <laughs> they win all road games. 
They went all my packs was they went all Rogans. I might bite your kneecap. So shoot, we can share. Everybody can get a kneecap around here. I mean, they make me a little nervous. Uh, you know, as a Green Bay fan, I'm kind of excited for them. I don't want to. I don't. I I hate that I had to be the one to be like, oh my gosh, no shot. This defense is going to stop anybody. They're not starting four and zero. Or oh my gosh, they're going to lose all six division games. Like they're going to be interesting team. Like I, I like a lot of the pieces that they have, but. Still, it takes practice to win in the NFL. They're and not every hype. story is just like the, love the Cincinnati them Bengals. Losing all division games too. I kind of like that. Yeah, that's what I. That yeah. was my favorite play. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah. It's nine yeah. to one for them to lose all their division games. It's just like you still have to prove that you can win yeah. in the NFL. I think the Bengals at least had done something for many years prior to that that moment last year when they made the Super Bowl was you know having some pieces in place and being like at least annoying. Like yeah. I know that Bengals team had some. They have a good mix of vets on that team that makes them actually as good as they are they don't get to the Super Bowl without Joe Mixon and Joe Mixon has been there for years I don't think you can look at anybody on this Lions team and be like well that veteran guy is going to be the difference in them being a true young and trash team like and them Monroe St. Brown he's the X factor no he's tough though he's very very good like there's 30 at least no 38 shade. quarterbacks in this 32 team league that would love to play with him absolutely oh, yeah. like he's an amazing no, no, he's really really good well, unfortunately I think that defense is too much to to look past so I would go for them to lose all six division games, nine to one odds at Bet MGM. Ryan and Tristan pretty much all in step with with that play, and maybe look at some other losing props. This team's not going to win a ton of games, but still, hey, there's some value in losing.